1: Hello. You're on the bright side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And
0: I am also your co-host, <laughs> Jason T. Gaffney.
1: Wait. Oh, I guess that's what a co-host is. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we can both be the exact same thing. Yes, we can. I like that. It's a quality. I'm, I'm all about a quality, baby. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I've been driving today. Oh my God. I've been driving so much today. I'm going to tell a horror story. Tell me the horror stories. Okay, you ready? Yeah. I went to Long Beach and then to Sherman Oaks midday on a weekday.
0: Okay, for those of you not in LA, that's yeah.
1: like That the was most a really scary insane story. insane thing that you could ever do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really tough. I left Long Beach for Sherman Oaks at 4 p.m. How the hell did you get here as fast as you did? I got here at 6. <laughs> What are you talking but about? <laughs> it like, took me two hours. Yeah, but that for Long Beach? That's quick. <laughs> well, in I. Rush know, hour. I drive like an insane madman. Oh. Yeah. I want you to live. Drive safe. I'm here, aren't I? Yeah. So, I drive like an insane madman who also wants to live.
0: <laughs> Perfection. <laughs>
1: Speaking of uh, heading out, you're going to be going to the happiest place on earth pretty soon, aren't you? I am. How exciting. We're going to Disneyland I tomorrow. I know. I'm jealous. So Matt and I
0: are doing a little romantic getaway, right? Ooh,
1: Ooh yes. Yeah, so we're gonna go, and they're gonna fuck. <laughs> Potentially. Sorry. Uh, that's well, my. We're... That's the best kind of fucking. Potential fucking. Potential.
0: <laughs> maybe I'll undo your pants, <laughs> and maybe I'll. Cup of your balls.
1: If there's a lot of potential in these hands <laughs> and in these pants. <laughs>
0: there's eight inches of potential, baby.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Like, meaning, <laughs> meaning, once it gets uncovered, it may be up to eight inches. <laughs> it's like Schrodinger's or, dick or whatever. I'm sure, as long as you don't see it, it could be it could be twelve it, feet long.
0: It could be hard. It could be soft. <laughs> it could be coming. It could be not coming. Sure, it could be all the things.
1: Absolutely, it could be circumcised. It could be uncircumcised. All. It's just nothing but potential. Yeah, your dick is nothing. It, but potential. I was going to say, it's something. <laughs> oh, it's a pain in my ass. Oh, it's something. <laughs> it's pain in other asses. Okay. Pleasure. <laughs> Have a wonderful time at Disneyland. How do we ruin Disneyland, too? Why do we do that to ourselves? Oh, I didn't ruin it for me. It oh, just Oh, no, made it worked it better. Okay.
0: On a totally different note. Mm hmm. Shout out to my mom. Today is her birthday. Is it? Yeah.
1: Happy birthday, Suze. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Happy surprise. birthday. Yay. When she Thanks listens for your to surprise this, party. She's going to be like, oh, hello. Oh, that's That awesome. was a few weeks ago. <laughs> Happy birthday. Woo. Yay. So have a wonderful time in Disneyland. Thank you. And I'll see you next week. I'm
0: going to say hi to Piglet Before- for you.
1: <laughs> oh, good. My very favorite. He's mine. Piglet's your favorite?
0: I legit cried at the Winnie the Pooh breakfast in Disney World when Matt took me there I didn't Mm -hmm. know Piglet was gonna be there and Piglet showed up and I like burst into tears.
1: How would Piglet not be at the Winnie the Pooh breakfast at Disney World? They don't they didn't have Rabbit. Well I feel like the costume doesn't call in sick.
0: (laughs) But I didn't know that someone in there you never know.
1: Sometimes it's like oh today we're gonna
0: put in Stitch because it's always Fetch for the Visa special photo
1: thing. What? Bury it up, Disney. Whoa. Okay, this this is some very specialized uh, <laughs> griping that we're getting now. I don't. <laughs> I like Disney too, but I don't understand what he's talking about either, you guys. It's cool. Matt has a Disney Visa. You get a special
0: photo. Oh, oh. And it's always Stitch. Stitch. And they're like, it's a mystery character. And I'm like, it's always Stitch. <laughs> We've done it 10 times. It's Stitch always Stitch. Stitch is a mysterious Stitch. character. Yeah, there it, you go. He's not. No, he's not Isn't a is mysterious... he an alien or something? Yeah, he is an alien. It's very mysterious. I'm not that we've seen the movie. I haven't. <gasps> You're missing out. Okay. It's a good
1: movie. Well, you haven't it's... seen The Avengers. That's true. You're missing out. I know. It's a good I, movie. I can acknowledge that. Okay. Uh, shall we talk about The Bright Spot? Give it to are me. We, are we about to jump into the show? You're good. I'm good. Things yeah. are Your neighbors are quiet. I know. All is good in the world. They're putting sod down. You're going to Disneyland. I know. And uh, And we're doing a show. So. The bright spot. uh We're going to talk about sex again. I, I know it's your favorite Okay, but the bright spot is actually a, a very exciting study that studied 1,000 000 homosexual discordant couples in Europe. What now, does that mean? Okay, serodiscordant. That means that one person in the couple is HIV positive. Okay. And one person is HIV negative. Great. In the couple. Now okay? I got you. Yeah, I gotcha. Right. That means sero. And sero-concordant uh, is both are the same, have the same status. Got it. Negative or positive. And sero-discordant is one is positive, one is negative. Now to
0: the discord.
1: Correct. Not in the relationship, necessarily. These what? are happy people. But generally. but told you the leave very... it down, Mark. <laughs> but in this very <laughs> specific way, there is, yes, discord. Um, and So in those 1,000 cases, mm-hmm. the HIV-positive partner was treated and undetectable, meaning that HIV viral load in their blood was undetectable by normal blood testing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when that was the case, there were zero cases of transmission of HIV from the positive partner to the negative partner, regardless of whether they used protection and what their sexual behaviors were.
0: Wow. Zero. That is... A very it, definitive number. Yeah,
1: it's huge. Zero cases. And so it was 1, how many? Thousand couples. Thousand. 1,000 couples. Because if it was like five, I'd be like, well, let's Oh, yeah. This. Well, that's what's great about this. This study came out this week, and that's what's amazing about it, because other studies like it have been much smaller. And so the sample size has been, okay, it's, it's looking promising, but we're not quite sure, Right. right. This is a very large study and there were zero cases of transmission between the partners. I love this. So what it means for people who are not steeped in this culture is really that you can see an end to AIDS, you know, with treatment. Yeah. Because those people are together, there's there's no poss- there seems to be no possibility of the positive partner giving it to the negative partner or or whatever negative partners that person might have. Right. And if those people stay treated, then that Disease dies with them, and so you can see if people continue to treatment, you can get a herd immunity to it, basically, because yeah. you can't get it if you can't get it. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're having uh, sex with a person who is positive, if they're on the treatment, the the you know protease inhibitors, then they can't get it. So basically, what it means is, it, you know, it means know your status. Is what it means. It Means find out because. This is a treatable disease now. It has gone from a death sentence to a chronic illness. Right. That doesn't actually affect your life expectancy in most cases. That's great. So there's no downside to knowing your status and getting treatment if you're positive is what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's a hugely promising study, and that is our bright spot because it came out this week. I love that. Yeah. Okay. It's a
0: bright spot that's going to bring joy to many a gay man's bright spot. (laughs) Dark spot. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) Unless it's been bleached. (laughs) Oh, Lord. It'll be shiny. I don't know. I've never seen a bleached asshole. It seems like that would really hurt.
1: I have also never seen a bleached asshole. Cool. So, uh, let's talk about... (laughs) That's what I got. (laughs) What have you got for me, Jason T. Gaffney, this week? So, sadly, we're going to steer away from sex. Oh, no. Well, at least I did my part.
0: Yeah. This one, yeah. It's fun, though. Okay. It's fun.
1: Okay, there's stuff that's fun? That isn't sex related? Yeah. Wow. It's All right. weird. I'm about to learn
0: something. Quiet. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: All right. Ready? Yeah. 1954. Cool. Auto problems. Is it the Edsel? Mass delusion.
1: Oh. Studebaker?
0: No. DeLorean?
1: That's right.
0: Oh. We're going to talk about the windshield pitting mystery of 1954 in Washington
1: state. What in the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) The windshield pitting incident? Mystery. Mystery. It's a mystery. Okay. It's it's a complete fucking mystery to me. I've never heard those. I understand all of those words individually. What the hell are you talking about?
0: Well, I wanted to do this one. One, because I started reading about it, and I was like, everyone here is a fucking moron. (laughs) And so (laughs) it's going to be a lot of fun to talk about. Cool. But the other is that you just got a new car. I did. And I just wanted to add a little stress into your life. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Did I mention I was in traffic for two hours? Basically, a windshield pit. Is when there's a crater or a hole in the windshield.
1: I would expect that to be the case. Okay.
0: So, like, if a rock hits it yeah. or any sort of debris, mm-hmm. all those kind of things. Everyone gets them. You know, it's like pimples. I guess so. Pimples for cars. i remember if
1: I've ever had anything like that. But have you ever had them?
0: No, but I also don't drive very often. So, so. everyone
1: gets them except for you and me, well, which is 100% of the people on the show. I have flawless skin. I can't help it.
0: No, I have terrible skin. Are you kidding me?
1: Are we talking about your personal windshield? Your face? <laughs> also you know it's good for other stuff right yeah no i know <laughs> jason's just been taking all his food intravenously because he just thought his face was there to protect his skull from the wind it cool. is all sort
0: right. of i don't know i i hate running if i can't wear sunglasses and contacts because mm-hmm. i feel like dust gets in my eyes and i'm sad dust yet so it's like no i have my, my sunglasses are like windshields for my
1: eyes okay
0: so okay, windshields are basically made of safety glass, right? Which is basically laminated glass. Oh, they don't shatter into dangerous shards that would cut a bitch up to death when you
1: crash because of this. Well, that makes I have two thoughts about that. Makes a lot of sense. First, yeah. second, we had to learn that somehow, and that's a terrifying idea. That's
0: because the older cars, <laughs> when you crashed, they would they would they cut, cut, a, cut bitch a bitch up. up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stab right in the trachea. Oh yeah, no more trachea. No, gone or life or life, <laughs> whatever. Well, we'll start with the trachea.
1: And then. <laughs> then the life. life, yeah.
0: So the laminated glass is designed to shatter into a bunch of tiny pieces that aren't sharp to keep the auto drivers safe, right? Good idea. And basically, that's where the pits come. Like, if if regular glass got hit by a rock, it would shatter. But uh-huh. the safety glass is designed to pit and oh, create little Oh, so it sort of craters. pits
1: the laminate. Yeah. And makes a little dent. Okay. Yeah. All right. But it doesn't shatter. All right, cool.
0: So. At the end of March in 1954 Mm -hmm. in Bellingham, Washington, people were starting to notice the pits, dings, and small cracks in their windshields for like the first time because the safety windows were new.
1: Hmm.
0: They started reporting the damage to the local police, who must have been excited at the prospect of a case because they immediately thought that it was the work of vandals
1: who were shooting at cars with BB guns. Oh. They, like, immediately jumped to it. They're like, "Someone shooting at cars! So did safety glass, like, come out in 1954? It came out something?
0: shortly before this. Okay. It was recent. And they still hadn't made the back windows safety glass because the back windows were curved and they couldn't figure out how to do that yet. So the okay. back windows will still kill you. Like, what are you window. kidding?
1: It's 1954. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot we don't know now how to do. What do you want to be, yeah. a snowflake? We're still segregating most of the South. Yeah. <laughs> well, Give let's us. get some priorities here. <laughs> oh. So basically the police
0: are like, we're going to catch ourselves some vandals. Okay. Woo. Woo. <laughs>
1: They got Andy Griffith on it right away. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So basically, as the stories started to leak that there were vandals with BB guns or Uh potentially vandals with BB guns to the local towns, Mm -hmm. people started to freak out. And one of the towns, Mount Vernon, the people there would suddenly start noticing pits on their windshields as well.
1: Oh, my God. So then they're starting to think,
0: wait a minute, are these people just...
1: Hold on. The vandals have a car, too.
0: (laughs) So... By April 13th, only two weeks after the initial spotting of the vandal's handiwork, mm-hmm. in quotes, because it wasn't a vandal. Spoiler um, alert. Spoiler. <laughs> the pits would be noticed in a town of Anacortes on Fidalgo Island. Okay. Which was nearby. It's really spreading. Yeah. This it's now... getting crazy, you guys. Yeah. It was early in the morning when people started noticing their pits in their respective cars, and people were freaking out. Okay. They are like,
1: what? My window? Who pitted my window? Oh, my Lord. So they would go out in the morning and they'd have pits? Yeah. So so basically Uh they'd wake up. Uh
0: Uh-huh. They'd
1: read their newspaper. Oh, I understand. I know what's okay. I know what's going on. The the cars are teenagers. They're just going through the normal acne.
0: (laughs) Yes, everyone are freaking
1: out about it. That your glass gets some pimples and then it goes away, and then they turn into little pits over time. Yeah, (laughs) little uh, acne scars. Gosh, people are really like freaking out about just the normal, you know, a
0: normal day to day life. So. The local law enforcement suddenly were theorizing that whoever was the cause of this was nearby on this island, because they're like, this didn't happen until today. Okay. So they're like, we have to, we have, we got to catch them. They're here. They're on the
1: island. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, what? Uh-huh. The-, the morning ferry hasn't left yet. <laughs> well, they must still be here. <laughs> all the cops in the
0: surrounding area from other towns. Yeah. All like convened and, like, and descended they upon. Boats yeah. and they and boats. Yeah. And they all ended up at the bridge at the southern end of the town called Deception Pass Bridge, oh which my. is an amazing name, by the way. So, and like, the
1: word went out, and all of the cops from the, ra- the surrounding areas are, like, looking for some teenagers with the BB gun. Yes. On this island. Yes. Okay. And they basically cut off access
0: to the bridge, and anyone who was going to drive in or out of the island was searched. I'm also, like... People driving in... Wait, there's a bridge? Yeah.
1: Okay. So the idea never crossed their minds that these vandals could have like left before the... Okay. No. The, I mean, these cops are not, mm-hmm. anyway, you know. Anyway... They're dedicated public <sighs> servants is what you were trying to say.
0: So they basically stopped every car and searched them mm-hmm. for pits... And for villains. Okay. They wanted to make sure other cars weren't being hit. Uh,
1: Slow down here. I need you to stop right here. I'm going to have to check your pits. What? I will hit you with my purse. (laughs) So they didn't find anything that would lead
0: them to their answers.
1: It's so creepy to think of the cops checking your pits. I know. (laughs) Lift
0: your arms. Mm Mm-hmm. Sweaty. Touch your nose. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Later that day, though, Mm -hmm. in Oak Harbor, at the Naval Air Station a bunch of cars were found with the nasty dings. Oh, my God. So the Army ordered 75 Marines. It's,
1: I think it's killer whales doing it. <laughs>
0: they're the like, Naval station, you said? They're like, mm-hmm. ooh, and then glasses like, <laughs> <laughs> opera singing whales. I love it. <laughs> the Army ordered 75 Marines to do a five-hour super search of the military base. Super search. They went to search for any person that could be there with a BB gun. Okay. And it was like a... They're su- on a military base. Yeah. Okay. And so they're searching. Okay. For five hours. And they found no one. Oh. So now they're freaking out. They're like, who got onto our base? Sure. We fucked up our car? This cars become a national,
1: national security emergency Exactly. Now.
0: Sure. The day would finish with over 2,000 cars being found to have these pits and cracks in them.
1: Really? Yes. So... Okay, that sounds like a lot. Yes. Okay, so there is something going on, right? Yes, but we will discuss. All right, that's we'll not okay. So it's not vandals and it's not orcas. No. All right. So. Or is it? Ooh. Maybe it's teenage, <laughs> teenage killer whales. Orcas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, they just slap their tail
0: really hard on the water, and the water turns into ice and I don't shatters. Know, maybe
1: their... they get some pebbles in their blowhole, and they Ooh. go out by the bridge. I'm thinking that could be something that like killer whales on like a an orca version of Rumspringer could do.
0: Yeah, I mean it's kinda of, everyone knows that pebbles in the blowhole is like anal beads for whale.
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love the fact that you did not see that coming. I did not see that coming, much like the cars of Washington I State. really wish you could have
0: seen his face, everyone. His mm. face went from, like, stoic to complete sh- I
1: okay. I've never been stoic in my life. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: So, okay, as a result of this new information, the 2,000 cars, the local law enforcement grew very panicked. Mm-hmm. First thing was that whatever was causing this havoc was not a small group of bad people. No. They knew they're like... Bad people are out. Right. Second, the trajectory of the car damage was showing that it was heading south to Seattle.
1: (gasps) Oh, my God. And they're like, when it hits a major city, we're all fucked. There's going to be, you guys, there's going to be dents in stuff. (laughs) We can't let this happen. Yeah. This is America. And sure enough, on April 14th. No. The dents have reached Seattle. (laughs) No. No. Oh God.
0: All the local Seattle folks woke up to read their newspapers and no later than
1: six Giant headline that says Pitting in Seattle (laughs) Four inches above the fold. Yes. Mm
0: -hmm. No uh no later than six PM that day did the first call to the police come in claiming that three cars parked in the same auto sales lot were damaged. They're pitted. They're pitted (laughs) They're pitted I have to sell these cars, but I can't get the are pitted. They're pitted.
1: I can't. <laughs> Safety glass, my ass. <laughs> my job's not safe. They're pitted. Sir,
0: sir, I'm going to need you to calm down. They're pitted. <laughs> <laughs> they're pitted.
1: <laughs> my car.
0: I just, you just got to wonder what the phone operators like. They probably were calling with that amount of panic. Sir,
1: sir, I need you to stay on the phone with me, okay? What is your address? I need you to stay on the phone. Sir, sir. Yes, they're on their way. I'm gonna need you to stay on the phone. Sir, no. Are you loading a gun? Sir, no. No, it's not worth it, sir. Stay with me. It's better. <laughs> Okay, so
0: the second call would come in around 9 p.m. by a solo vehicle owner. It's (laughs) better. Um, hello. (laughs) 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 He basically was like, "Dude, my window had up hitting
1: it." (laughs) (laughs) People are like legit losing their mind. I'm really glad that like this is probably. I'm glad this is before 911 was a thing. (laughs) You'd be like, "Sir." (laughs) We really need. We need to reserve this line for emergencies. This would
0: legit have. But it. It would have gone completely viral on the internet today. Oh,
1: a recording of that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So after that news broke that two different cases in Seattle had happened mm-hmm. on the same day, mm-hmm. people started to lose their fucking minds. Everyone Why? in Seattle is losing their minds. Suddenly, people. What? All over town were finding the cracks in their windshields, including local police cars, too. Not the police, too? (laughs) How
1: will they fight the crime? (laughs) I can't drive this car. I can't see a thing. (laughs) My God. So they were getting so many calls. I'm a little worried, though. I mean, I'm making fun of it and stuff, but I'm a little worried. (laughs) Like, what's causing the pitting? We will get there. All right. So they're getting
0: so many calls to the station at this point mm-hmm. that they had to hire extra people to man the phone.
1: Jesus Christ. By the 15th, it was pandemonium. You've called the pitting hotline. How can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a pit? I thought so. Please there's, hold. Please hold. Wait. You've called the pitting hotline. How can I help you? It's pitted. I thought so. It's please pitted. hold. Please hold. You've called the pitting hotline. Sarge, pits. It's all pits. <laughs> so there
0: were relentless calls. Mm-hmm. And now people who are driving around would pull over cops mm-hmm. on duty mm-hmm. to show them their own windshields to make sure that they either weren't pitted or to show them the pits to write down reports. So okay. they're basically flagging down the police and being
1: like, look at my car! Well, I love the guy who's like, officer, officer. Yes? My windshield, it's not pitted. Should I be worried?
0: Sir... I'm going to need you to get back in your car and go home. But there's no... It's not hidden! <laughs> it's like...
1: <just>. FOMO. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All
1: my neighbors have pits and I don't understand it.
0: How am I going to relate to them ever again?
1: It's because I'm the guy who hands out toothbrushes on Halloween, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah. Not, I
1: knew my neighbors <laughs> hated me. They're not going to pit you if
0: you give out nasty things. <laughs> no pits for you. No pits for you. So, okay... In all seriousness, though, oh. people were freaking out. Okay. And they're trying to understand what the fuck was going on. Okay. And that's when the theories started. Oh, sure. Are you ready for the theories?
1: Yeah. I mean, so we've got a killer whale theory on the table. Okay. that. What else?
0: That's about as good as the rest of the ones <laughs> I'm about to give you. <laughs> okay. The first one was brought up by Sheriff Tom Clark of Whidbey Island. Okay. He thought that maybe all the atomic bomb tests that were being done in the Pacific Ocean were the cause of this.
1: Uh, Were we doing a lot of atomic bomb tests in the Pacific Ocean? Yeah, we did a bunch. Cool. Yeah. All right. So and that seems, But wasn't that kind of the South Pacific and very far away from Washington? Yes. Okay.
0: Cool. But his idea was that the radiation from the bombs was like floating up into the atmosphere and then raining down on them and causing all the cracks and pits to form on the glass.
1: Well done, Sheriff. That won't increase public panic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And to them, it made sense uh-huh. that he would think this because, after all the tests, because he was a moron.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> after all the tests in the Pacific, mm-hmm. all the news media uh, outlets were writing reports, basically saying how the world was doomed and mm-hmm. that the bombs would be the end of us all. Sure. And so people were geared up and ready to be freaked out about this,
1: right? In the, yes. In the end times, it'll be one guy left going. First, they came for the windshields. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We should have known when the windshield started cracking that it was time.
1: <laughs> I love that we don't get a signal like like plants dying or birds falling out of the sky. No, it's pitted windshields. That's
0: <laughs> going to be your first
1: sign of the apocalypse.
0: Yeah, so... Everyone, as you guessed it, immediately freaked the fuck out again. That's, de-
1: <laughs> that's definitely it. Oh, God! <laughs> right. Hello, you've called the pitting slash radiation fallout hotline. <laughs> Is my car going to grow a third arm? Uh, sir, does your car currently have two arms? <laughs> no. But I know that when radiation happens, you can grow a third arm. Okay, well, um, if your car grows the first arm, give us a call. Oh, good. We'll keep an eye on it then. I'll keep an eye on it. All right. Okay. I have a, You have a good day, sir. You too. Watch out for third arms.
0: <sighs> Another third arm call, Bob? Yeah. So, okay, everyone's freaking out, right? Yes. And the police appropriately though. The police decided to get a bunch of Geiger counters
1: to test radiation.
0: Sure. Yeah. Okay. So we have a theory out there. This this works. Let's and they started scanning all the cars. Yes. Yeah, so
1: let's put science on it.
0: Thankfully, they found no signs of radiation. Okay. And everyone was able to calm down a little bit.
1: Not really, because there's still a pitting thing happening, and we don't know why now. Yeah, they're still alarmed. We there's... thought we knew why <laughs> it was bad. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but now, but now it's even worse because we don't know why. Yeah. This is like when my
0: stomach hurts, but then I don't know if it's gas or if it's an ulcer or if I'm dying of cancer. And I might not know
1: for 15 or 20 good minutes until I fart, and then I know. (laughs) And then the pressure's gone. God damn, I woke woke up with that the other day. I was like, oh, I'm going to die. Oh, no. No.
0: Guess. Oh yeah! <laughs> Yay!
1: It's a good thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I actually I've been bloated a lot late, lately. No, and, I know. And um, I burped. I burped. Uh, why do you know? Have you seen how bloated I am? I, just, I love how you just didn't notice. <laughs> I've been like sucking in while people are over.
1: Oh. It's so funny. Anyway,
0: no. when I'm alone with my husband, I let my gut out. And mm-hmm. it, we call it Brittany when I have a little baby inside me. You're my, kidding. My bloated Brittany. Really? But I had this burp that went on for like 20 seconds. Is Brittany
1: gone? She comes and goes. Okay. Yeah. She, I thought yeah, I thought you burped her out.
0: She's an ethereal being. Okay. Who sometimes lives in my stomach. <laughs> anyway, Brittany left at that moment. Oh, okay. But Matt was just staring at me and he was like, I don't think that sound has ever been made on this planet before. Wow. And I was like, you're welcome.
1: It has. It's just that usually it's witnessed only by the Catholic priest. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I sound like a dinosaur when I broke. It's fun. We assume. <laughs> I know. Okay. I'm four million years old. I was oh. gonna say
1: four thousand, but I realized that that's not at <laughs> all when dinosaurs were around. No, unless you're an evangelical Christian, it's not <laughs> when dinosaurs were here. <laughs> Come on, T-Rex, we're going to the grocery store. Yeah, said Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Where so are we? <laughs> anyway, all right, the radiation's out. Yes. So they're still freaked out. Yeah. But they really thought it had to be coming from the sky. Because none of the house windows were getting pitted. They're like, it's got to come from the air, uh-huh. and it's got to be coming straight down.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Because if it's coming straight down, it won't hit a window. How are the
1: skylights looking? That's what we need to find out. I don't know if they had skylights back then. Somebody had skylights in 1954. <laughs> I think it's all right. Have all... you seen the Pacific Northwest? It's naturally beautiful. Somebody thought of that. Before 1950, Are you sure it
0: wasn't just a hole in their roof from, like, when a Yeti fell through?
1: Yes. Initially it was. But then they put glass over it. they're like, wow. Oh, cool.
0: And then an earthquake happened. It shattered and it cut a bitch up. It was bad.
1: Yeah. But then in 1953, they started installing safety Safety. glass in the skylights.
0: (laughs) So, okay. The big flaw in that idea, other than the fact that it was just dumb, was...
1: (laughs) The second big flaw... (laughs)
0: Was it the shape of the cars back then? Was it the back window was sloped upwards towards the sky, whereas the windshield was more flat and like a house window because Mm. they couldn't curve them yet? Really? So like I said before, the back windows were curved and they were the Mm -hmm. kind of glass that would shatter, Mm -hmm. whereas the front windows were more flat to be that laminate. Ah. And so the the, the back windows so were, that, up, were upward facing. So if it was falling from the sky... If was
1: falling straight down, it would break the glass the back It would have, have shattered first. the back window. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, okay. It's not falling from the sky. They're
1: starting to think this, right? Okay. Now, you've said a lot about how people were needlessly freaking out and stuff. And I'm sure that's going to be true when we find out what the fuck it is. But at this moment... I'm a little freaking out, because this is really disturbing to me. Like, what is the thing that's happening? It seems like it's happening a lot. It is. All and right. we'll, we'll get there. All right. Don't you worry. Oh, I'm, I'm worried. I'm just... I'm, I'm kind of in the shoes of these, you know, Washingtonians that are like, what the fuck is going on? So. I, it gives me great joy that you know nothing about
0: this, because I'm going to stretch this as long as I can. <laughs> I live to serve. Okay. <laughs> so, I must be just spreading joy all
1: over the planet, then.
0: So, okay. They knew that the radiation was not the cause Mm -hmm. and they're like okay the amount of cars that got hit at this point it's not a man so like it's not a gang of people it's like there's too many cars have gotten dinged there's something going on, right
1: if it was such a widespread epidemic we would know at least some of the people doing it
0: so now the theory started to go a little bit crackers crazy oh now The first was that the Navy had been using a brand new radio transmitter at their Jim Creek base between Bellingham and Seattle. Yeah. And the idea was that the waves were accidentally messing up the cars. Yeah, that's a little out there. The base commander, George Warren, disputed it, saying you'd need a really large windshield to have it crack. What? Um, which is a really weird thing to say. That is
1: really not a very good defense, <laughs> especially when we're talking about the 1950s cars. They had really big windshields. Like, you would need a windshield the size of a building. Well, the car is 17 feet across. <laughs> it's a 1954 Cadillac. Like it's like, like a tiny home. Yeah, I'm fucking <laughs> yes, it is like a tiny home. It's like they're like motorhomes. Every single car that was released yeah. was like a fucking ship. He then followed up with – he said – Also, you're stupid. Yeah. He he did say that because he's
0: also like, we don't have any pitting in our area. So if it was us, it would have started here.
1: Well, that's – he has a point. And uh, so then the people – But it's weird to defend yourself by saying, no, your car would have to be bigger. Yeah. For for us to affect it. I mean, George,
0: he was, I think, taken aback that they accused him at first. And he's like, Mm -hmm. but it's our radio thing. Don't attack my new toy. Mm Mm-hmm. So, at this point now, the people were turning to the skies. Right. First, they decided it was a cosmic ray storm from the sun. Oh.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So,
0: I believe it. No one understood cosmic rays back then. Sure, so but they that's could, definitely that.
1: Yeah, well, they could neither deny nor confirm this one. <laughs> yeah. I think it's cosmic rays. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure what a cosmic ray is, but I think it's cosmic rays. Good enough for me. All right. Let's freak out about it. Cosmic rays. Cosmic rays!
0: (laughs) Causing the pity! Will cosmic rays cause my car to grow a third arm? Uh,
1: Jonathan, you really have to stop calling. (laughs) I'm just really worried about the third arm thing. Okay, Jonathan, again, when the car grows... A single arm.
0: Okay. Give us a call back.
1: Okay, but is there
0: a chance? You don't
1: have to even worry about it until the second arm shows up. Second arm starts to bud.
0: Second arm starts to bud. Okay. Uh Is that like when it starts, a finger appears? Yeah. Any
1: kind of uh, growth on your car, you can, uh, the second one, you can call us back. I'm going to get
0: my shotgun,
1: and I'm going to watch my car. Really? Great. You do that. You do that. And if anyone approaches it, just shoot them. What? Yes, because then we can arrest you and take you to jail (laughs) where you belong. (laughs) We have to go now. Hello. (laughs) You've reached the pitting slash radiation slash cosmic ray hotline. How can I help you? Okay, so then my second personal favorite reason Mm -hmm. was
0: that they decided that sand fleas had laid eggs in the glass... Probably in the sand before it was made into glass, and somehow oh. it had survived, and then they were all hatching like locusts at once from the cars.
1: Whose insane uncle <laughs> came up with that? Here's the thing. People- sand, first of all, are sand fleas th- a thing? That Does yes. that exist? Sand fleas are a thing. Okay. Yeah. They don't get killed in the tempering process of the glass. <laughs> they somehow survive. Okay. And they laid them eggs. Okay. Sure. Could
0: glass is just Uncle Phil, sand? sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure it's sand fleas, but I'm pretty sure it's sand fleas. Yeah.
1: We... Look, you know what? Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot we haven't figured out yet, but we figured out glass. Okay? <laughs> look, the, there's been glass for quite a while yeah and very rarely do the sand fleas hatch out of it so
0: the problem this was is your though, second
1: favorite okay
0: is that people were reporting that they were seeing the glass bubble up as they watched so the only logical thing was that the sand fleas were hatching
1: and invisible yes Okay. as they left
0: they were okay. suddenly yeah
1: yeah the flea itself is invisible but the hatching process you can see
0: yeah cool People were enthused about this idea because some people were claiming to see the cracks forming in front of them, like I said. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, if you're driving and a rock hits your windshield while you're driving, then a crack will form in front of you. Like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of how it works.
1: I'm sorry, are you trying to battle this with logic? Yeah, yes. Okay. Okay. How's that working out for you? (laughs) Well, it'll, yeah. (laughs) We survive as a species (laughs) at least another 50 years. The same cannot be said for the sand flea. (laughs)
0: Yeah. My favorite of all the ideas was that gremlins were the culprits.
1: Oh, wait a minute! Were they getting their cars wet after midnight? Yep. Oh, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like gremlins, I understand. Yeah, yeah, that's totally. clearly what it is. That's the thing you buy, an uh, you buy a you know Cadillac, and it's cute, and then you let it get in the rain, which yep. you can't allow a car to have happen to it, <laughs> and then it turns into a, a nightmare. So, okay. At the end of the 15th, April 15th. No, 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 no. Explain to me what it meant to say that the gremlins are doing it. it just what does says, that mean? Gremlins were, they were coming around and putting pits in the windshield. Gremlins. Yeah. Hello. You have reached <laughs> the radiation slash third arm slash third eye slash sand fleece slash gremlin hotline. <laughs> this is Sergeant O'Reilly. How can I help you? Sergeant O'Reilly. Yes. Oh, Jonathan, you have to stop calling.
0: (laughs) I'm just so worried about my car. Uh, So basically, at the end of the 15th, mm -hmm. over 3,000 cars now had pits on them, and it was not explainable yet. 3,000. 3,000 cars. All right. People now were covering their cars with anything they could when they weren't driving. Mm-hmm. Anything uh, they could? Anything they could. Like children? People anything <laughs> they could? People were using newspaper. Dead orcas? Because newspapers are really strong. Newspapers.
1: Yeah. Now, they were doing this and not driving around with them on, right? I
0: no, no, no. They weren't driving with the newspaper on. Smart. Although, Good with word. their intelligence level at the current moment... I'm surprised they didn't.
1: Yeah, but well, you know, newspaper's not really going to save you against the sand fleas anyway. They're already in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I assume the gremlins are probably already in there too. <laughs> yeah, the gremlins like, ooh, paper. Gremlins. Where are they even coming from? Uh-huh. Gremlins. dropping from, What is a gremlin? From gremlin land. Okay.
0: <laughs> so the mayor of Seattle, realizing yeah. that this was a big problem, mm-hmm. decided to send a wire up to both the governor of Washington and the president, Dwight D. Eisenhower, okay. and sounded the alarm. Jesus. He would write, "quote What appeared to be." A- <laughs> <It's finished>! <laughs> Stop.
1: <laughs>
0: he would write, quote, What appeared to be a localized outbreak of vandalism in damaged auto windshields and windows in the northern part of Washington State mm-hmm. has now spread throughout the area." Chemical analysts of mysterious powder adhering to damaged windshields and windows indicates that material may simply be spread by wind and not a police matter at all <laughs> Urge appropriate federal and state agencies be instructed to cooperate with local authorities on emergency basis
1: all right and Dwight Eisenhower replied. I won World War Two for you. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, from what I can tell, the president didn't get involved with this incident at
0: all. Yeah. Like, they mentioned that they wrote to him, yeah. but that's the last we hear of that. Well, good.
1: I'm personally glad that he was expending his executive time a little better than our current president yeah. knows how to.
0: <laughs> the governor, however, Go was like, okay, I guess we need a top team of scientists to check this out.
1: Oh, my God.
0: He would get in touch with the University of Washington and set up a committee of scientists to figure out what the fuck was going on. All right. He's like... This is fine with me. Get
1: everyone together. We're going to solve this with science. Today I'm announcing the formation of the DTF, the Dent Task Force. Sir, I
0: don't think people are going to think that when you say DTF. What else could it possibly
1: mean but Dent Task Force? Down to fornicate? Well... Sure, but let's turn off the cameras. (laughs) 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 Sorry. (laughs) Well played. Um, So, okay. (laughs) So, like you to call me your honor but cool
0: (laughs) (laughs) they immediately formed a team of scientists okay for the (laughs) the dtf Uh DTF, uh, which included an environmentalist okay a physicist Mm -hmm. Mm chemists and meteorologist scientists it was a ragtag bunch of scientists (laughs) yeah so they quickly studied 84 cars on the campus and found that all the pits were in the front and not the back which implied that it was from driving and wear and tear they're quoted saying the whole thing was quote overly emphasized okay so basically they're like what? this is what happens to cars when you drive
1: so what so, like was was it mass hysteria of no t-
0: Correct, you're kidding. It was mass hysteria. You're
1: kidding. It was completely normal wear and tear from cars that people just started to freak out about for no reason, yeah, so perfect they, for us.
0: They found some residue on the car's windshield but found that it was made up of coal dust. Apparently, the dust was in the air for many years, but nobody was noticing it. but so now they can take note of it and deal with that when they need to.
1: oh, sure, but. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, The dents you're experiencing are a completely normal wear and tear for a car. Uh, The fog dust is going to kill you, though. (laughs) We've taken this opportunity to recognize that we're living in an incredibly polluted time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But coal dust was not the cause of the pits, cracks, and dents. No, it's the cause of the cancer. Yeah. In fact, Dr. Ritter, the chemist from UW, (laughs) after inspecting the cars, is quoted saying, quote, Tommy Rot. (laughs) (laughs) This is the 50s, after all. (laughs) There isn't anything I know of that could be causing any unusual breaks in windshields. These people must be dreaming.
1: Oh, my. I just love... That is some
0: strong word. Tommy Rot. That is one particular strong word. <laughs>
1: Tommy Rot. It's like...
0: I mean, at least say poppycock. Like, come on. Sure. Throw a it. cock in there or something. Yeah, anyway. yeah it's cock. <laughs> cock.
1: Wow. Okay. Throw fewer cocks in there. Cool.
0: <laughs> Basically, cars were starting to go faster and faster on the roads, and the faster they go, the more likely that when a rock hits the glass, it will chip it. Oh. Case solved,
1: basically. Right.
0: It was that simple.
1: You're kidding me. Yes. Y- really? It was. That is so disappointing. But. But I love it.
0: Was it that simple?
1: No. No, definitely not. It was <laughs> Gremlins. So, law enforcement... It wasn't just rocks they were hitting. It was gremlins. Yeah. That's the thing. It wasn't gremlins causing it, like, on purpose. It was gremlins flying through the air that the cars are hitting. Yes, like a little so, bug. Totally accidentally. <laughs> They're very small gremlins, Poor of course. Gremlins. But hard-shelled. Yeah. They're like a <sighs> mini-troll. hard shell gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: So... Law enforcement was not about to believe some crackpot scientists Coddy who had Rod. many years of study and knowledge between them.
1: That's right. The sheriff of, of
0: Seattle said, poppycock. <laughs> okay. So Sheriff Harlan <laughs> S. Callahan of Kings County was not about to hear the scientists and their proof. Mm-hmm. He claimed that after looking at 15,000 cars and finding that 3,000 of them were broken or at least marred meant that it couldn't be normal wear and tear. Yeah. He also claimed that they found weird stones near some of the cars that didn't like it when they put a pencil next to them. What? But they were fine if they put a pen near them. What? Yeah.
1: How do you measure the emotional reaction (laughs) of a stone? (laughs) They're famously (laughs) (laughs) stone-faced.
0: He basically put a pencil near it, and the the rocks, like, moved away. (laughs) (laughs) And
1: then, like, if a pen was near it, the rocks were fine. Good lord. Apparently they're doing some kind of experiments where they've got pens, pencils, and rocks... And they're measuring the emotional response of the rocks <laughs> to different writing implements. So cool. This is the best part, though. I don't know how we got here as a society. <laughs> so he basically
0: says this to all the scientists, and he says this to, like, the governor and the mayor and stuff. He's like... <laughs> sure.
1: We... <laughs> The Rocks, they don't like pencils, see? (laughs) They're fine with pens, and uh, the uh, stylus is cool. That's fine with that, you know. You can write in clay with it. The Rocks don't seem to mind, which is ironic, I would think, because if the Rock was going to not like anything, I would think it would be the the stylus, which would write in clay, which Rocks used to be. But. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably how it sounded. And and everyone's backing slowly away from him. (laughs) Yeah. So. None of the people in
0: charge knew what the fuck he was talking about. Sure. Or about how that had anything to do with the
1: investigation, so they were just like,
0: no, thank you. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Sheriff. We'll take it under advisement. When exactly are you up for re-election? <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: after this little episode, the police finally would come around. Oh. They were finally like, oh, maybe them scientists were right.
1: Never mind. Um, I think the pencil thing was just a mistake, and...
0: It was just a magnet I dropped. I, was, I don't know. I was on
1: this new therapeutic uh, LSD. <laughs> it was prescribed to me. and I do apologize. So, the
0: scientists started to learn that the cars with the pits all were older. Cars. Older, older cars. cars, yeah. They were all... Oh,
1: the ones that didn't have the safety glass?
0: No, they had safety glass, but they oh. were just older cars, older oh. models. Okay. Including the ones on the lots... Where they were selling the cars, so a older. used car mm-hmm. was more likely to have a pit on it than a new car. Okay. The older the car, the more likely the pit.
1: Well, okay.
0: So the new cars were pristine. Really? Yeah, because they hadn't been driven. So this
1: is all just fucking made up.
0: Well, it's basically all the ca- all cars are exposed to getting pitted when they're driven. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> In a few cases
1: <laughs> this, is, this is how we had to learn this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is how we had to learn that your car windshield can get pits in it? Indeed. Oh God. Okay. So in a few cases they did find that people
0: had actually done damage to their own cars or to others as some sort of weird copycat thing, like because they wanted they were just lonely. Like the they guy wanted to who, call the
1: hotline and have some reason? Yeah, like the toothbrush guy.
0: He oh, didn't yeah. want to feel left out. Yeah. Sir, did you did you hit your car with a hammer?
1: Mm. I'm pretty sure it was, uh, gremlins who did it. Uh, I was, I saw the gremlins. They, uh, hatched out of the, uh, windshield and, uh, they, right. they came, uh, equipped with hammers. Sir, I'm gonna need so, you to turn
0: around and put you're your hands gonna, on Okay, the wall. but
1: you're gonna need to have to put an APP out on these gremlins with hammers. <laughs> Sir, you have the right to remain silent. That's what I'm saying. Oh,
0: Anything you can say. But I don't have
1: the desire <laughs> to remain silent. <laughs>
0: All right. (laughs) So the majority of the cases, basically, that they found, though, Mm -hmm. were obvious that the cars just basically were wear and tear. Okay. When all was said and done, Max Allison, a sergeant from the police crime lab, was quoted saying that the cases they investigated were, quote, 5% hoodlumism and 95% public hysteria. Okay. So... Well, that sounds like this current
1: century, actually.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So... You know how I said there's 3,000 cars were dinged and all that stuff? And yes. It sounds like a lot, right? Yes, it does. At the time, there were millions of cars in the state. Millions. Millions. And the idea that only a few thousands were hit but everyone's freaking out is a perfect example of mass hysteria. Yes, it is. By April 17th, 1954, there were no more calls about people's windshields being vandalized That's in four days later. Yeah. This happened in four days? Yes. Fuck you. Well, what's great also so, is that... Somebody
1: on April 16th came up with the sand fleas, and by the 17th, the whole thing was a hoax? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, what's
0: great is all the people who got hired yeah. for the extra phone calls, they all got let go. <laughs>
1: this has happened in the space of a week. <laughs> Martha, I want you to put that down payment down. I got a job. Jimmy, huh? we're letting you go.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm in
0: escrow. <laughs> So people to this day are curious as to why the public calmed down so fast after the story broke. Yeah. And the best idea was that people were told by authorities that it was fine, and they calmed down.
1: Oh. But also – Weren't the authorities also saying that pencils didn't like rocks? Yeah. I mean, which authorities do you listen to? (laughs) Right. Well, and
0: then some of them were like, it's nuclear fallout. Sure. So the authorities kind of brought
1: us to the crazy, and then they brought us back. I think that people were were mollified by the fact that Ike didn't have anything to say about it. I know. They're just like, well, what would the president say? Yeah. Well, he doesn't have much to say about it, and he did win the war, so I feel like he would know if it was an issue. <laughs> yes. So the other thing is that people also stopped looking at their windows
0: after a short time because they all believed it was from the atomic blast.
1: And oh, and if, they just got fine with it. And if
0: it didn't happen, then it wasn't going to happen.
1: I'm going to stop. You know what? I'm taking a whole new tack on this thing now, man. You know, I'm not going to look at the windshield anymore. I'm going to look through it. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 It's just a change in perspective. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what a interesting way to look through glass. Yeah, yeah. And to look at glass. Don't look. No, no, no. I'm saying don't look at the glass. Look through the glass. Look through the glass. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Man, this prescription officer, this is great. Yeah, I know. I know. What? Are those rocks moving? Probably. Don't... Hey,
1: get the pencils away, man. Get the pencils away. Why is it flipping me off? Why is it... Put the pencil down. It's flipping me off. Put the pencil down is what I'm telling you. I'm going to stab it. No, with a pencil! Oh, God!
0: <laughs> it's pitted! <laughs> I pitted the rock. <laughs> okay, so... Now, just because it calmed down in Seattle, however...
1: Portland was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Doesn't mean that it calmed down entirely. No, of course not. Yep. <laughs> In fact, because Bigfoot got involved, <laughs> Big feet. am oh, sorry, fuck off, <laughs> I will not stand for this. So,
0: in fact, because of all the press that Seattle and Washington got from this epidemic, mm-hmm. it basically spread out to a whole bunch of other states. Oh,
1: Lord. Nine of them, in fact. We're getting it, too. Yeah. Nine states. Nine different states. Did they? Okay, so they just saw the initial reports. They didn't get the... Oh, Jesus. And suddenly it was not
0: just on the cars, but it was also on greenhouses and airplanes, too. Oh, my God. But it was never on vertical windows like houses, which, again, made everyone think that it was coming from the sky. So a scientist from Canada was like, oh, my God,
1: I thought we were about to be done with this. Are you kidding me? Now we're going to
0: move across the world with this shit? Are you ready for this? No, I'm not ready for this. A scientist from Canada was like, I think I'm pretty sure. Now, hear me out. Okay. I think it's falling dead skeletons from sea creatures we blew up in the bomb test. Turn the cameras off. (laughs) Uh, Why? Are we DTF?
1: (laughs) Yes, because I need to fuck you right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sir, yes, sir. Skeletons of what? Sea creatures that we blew up in the atomic bomb test, that they shot up into the atmosphere and floated around. No, I get
1: it. I get it now. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Another scientist from Utah. Sure. Was like, I'm pretty sure that it's acid from bugs hitting the windows, and the acid is making the windows dissolve.
1: What does he think bugs are made of? (laughs)
0: I <laughs> love the idea that we have these flying acid bombs no and they've kidding. never affected us before.
1: What are they? What are like, they? If wh- these bugs were happening in Utah, yeah. he thinks that bugs when they explode. I mean, Jesus Christ! I know cars are going faster, but fuck, they're well, not changing the molecular structure of bugs.
0: The newspapers at this point were calling out the idea that it was all hysteria. They're like trying to calm stuff down, but now people are freaking out again. Mm-hmm. But the damage is done, and, sure. and it's not catching up.
1: And the damage is in the windows, right?
0: So eventually. As with Seattle, it would die down, the hysteria. Well, sure. Because people stopped noticing what was right in front of them and went back to their lives. Yeah. They
1: stopped looking at the glass and
0: And started looking looking through through it. it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, what is the bright side?
1: (sighs) I don't know. Is there one?
0: Well, first, in this mass hysteria episode, no one died.
1: I mean,. Lots of people died, probably, but in an unrelated manner. <laughs> yes, they, well, they died of old age and stuff, but, but generally when mass delusion
0: comes into play... So another example of mass hysteria or delusion is the Salem witch trials. Oh, sure. And a lot of people died, as we know. We'll get into that topic another day. Oh, that'd be fun. But basically, this is an example of a kind of pleasant mass hysteria.
1: I'll say. Yeah. Well, it's the Pacific Northwest. It's, yeah. It's a different atmosphere. <laughs> a different right type there. of so people. Beautiful. I
0: just love the idea, also, that they were like, "Holy cow! It's something out of our control. Guess we should just get on with our lives." <laughs> 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 like, when I'm not out of control or I don't have control, I'm like, I hate everything and I will destroy everything to get it back.
1: I see. So are you learning some lessons from our 1950s brethren? Absolutely not. Oh, good. I'm That's working good. on it in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> this is now currently used as a
0: textbook example of mass delusion. Really? Yeah. Okay. And they talk about it in psychology and stuff.
1: Well, sure. It makes a lot of sense because, I mean, it's it's insane. Like, it's it's – there's – there was objectively nothing different going on right. than completely normal wear and tear on the car. and then But one person gets an idea that something's Spreads. going on, and it's just like that idea. And not even just an idea from person to person, but now over the airwaves or print and stuff. And, like, like yeah, like, ideas can spread, like, contagiously.
0: So... We also learned that when people are quick to jump to conclusions when something scary is presented to them, like the idea that the atomic bomb is going to be bad, mm. then they see something bad and new and assume it's from the bomb. So if they, if you plant an idea in their head mm-hmm. early on saying, this will be bad, and then something bad happens, people mm-hmm. are easy to connect the dots to that. Mm-hmm. And so psychologists um, are able to use this to work with people and say, like, do you see how those aren't related to try to help patients?
1: So this has become like a teaching tool in the sense of like, just because these things happened around the same time in history or whatever, doesn't make them connected in any way. Exactly. Sure, sure.
0: And basically this was the best case of a worst case scenario. Like, if you're going to have a mass hysteria episode, oh, yeah. this was the best outcome. Let's because- make it something about something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we learned from it, and they're able to utilize it in science today, and, mm-hmm. and, and the fact that, like, the people in charge actually went to scientists and didn't just start rounding up a group of people saying, you probably did this, let's hunt them down. Yeah. Like, that happens more often, I feel like, in this kind of a... Yeah, totally. And... You know, we proved that sand fleas don't exist. True. And that's really important. That, I was going to say that they're the real losers here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's the scientists that thought it was dead skeletons falling from space. I don't know. It's that one sheriff who thought pencils didn't <laughs> like rocks. <laughs> I think mean, he's, he's my hero. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. There's a dedicated public servant for you. So, yeah. I love this. This is insane. And it's perfect. I figured it would... A
0: light, fun topic agreed that was wild and stupid and tragic to an extent, yeah, because if you think about it, like I think of all the gremlins who died, <laughs>
1: yeah all the hard shelled gremlins <laughs> I, don't to, I don't want to minimize their their contribution, their pain, yeah. Thanks for bringing this to my attention. Enjoy your new car. I hope it doesn't get pitted for years to come. Thank you so much. (laughs) Well, thank you, Jason, for bringing this to my attention. Thanks, everybody, who's listening. And uh, keep listening. We'll see you next week. Yeah, don't forget to rate us and give us five stars and tell your friends and family. Whee! Yay. Bye. You've reached the radiation slash extra arm slash sand flea slash gremlin slash angry rock hotline. This theory was debunked four days ago. Goodbye. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell
0: your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at Brightside K and J,
1: and on Facebook, at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the bright side. side.